Guys, it's the Vinnie Rock Podcast. Actually, you want to close that door real quick, bud? Yeah. Uh, this is the Vinnie Rock Podcast. I got a buddy here. You know, it's funny. So, somebody asked me what your name was, and I was like, Big John, but Cullens. Cullens. Cullen. Cullen. Yeah. Cullen. John Wayne Cullen. Cullen. Okay. Why do I have it on my phone as Cullens? I don't know. Cullen. It's a LA coming out of you. That's it. All right. So what's going on, guys? Uh, it's Vinny Rock Podcast. I got my boy here, and I'll explain to you why I invited him. Pretty cool local local talent and veteran. Um, before we get to that, we're going to get to our sponsor because it's what pays for the space that we're in right now. Uh, first sponsor. Yeah, this this little. It's a nice space. It's a They're nice doing space. a good job. We need to keep adding to it, but uh, we need to make more sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. So Temple 57. Temple 57 is a... Um, Personal security. It's like a executive protection, personal security, and everything else. They actually work. You know what? I don't think I can actually say who they work for. <laughs> I was going to say, there, there's some high... They do things and yeah, stuff for important some, people. Yeah, there's some very big names out there um, that are protected by them, which is cool. So, obviously, they're, they're notable. Just can't say that. Um, right now, they're currently looking for a lot of work down in the LA area for uh, executive protection for a major company that is hiring in the LA area. So if you're an LA area veteran, uh, you will definitely get preference for this. So check them out, Temple57, temple57.com. Trust me, uh, I know the owners of this are very good people. Uh, It's family owned and and it's been, uh, they've been doing a really good job. So good people, check them out, Temple57. Damn it, GMR Gold. Have you heard of GMR Gold? GMR Gold. Yes, okay. GMR Gold is, it's gmrgold.com. If you go to gmrgold.com, you can you can buy a subscription of the Bullion Box, which is gold and silver and precious metal sent to your house monthly. Okay. And I've it, heard of something like it, that, but not that specific mm-hmm. company. I have a box coming in right now. I'm actually, I'm putting do you have a, safe? a piece of gold. Yeah, do you have a safe? Okay. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> not just gold running around the house. Gold. All over the fucking house. Um I'm putting Happy each kid in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a stocking stuffer. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if they're going to give a shit, but I think it's kind of cool. Right? It's like $50 each. Until they lose it. Until they lose it. Right they now, I'm gonna it, pl- They take it to school. <laughs> Look what I got. There's some cool little pirate-looking coins, too, that are coming in that, that they had this month, too. Like Super the Pirates cool. of the Caribbean type Yeah, of like, actually, let me go on. My, I'm going to show you right now. It's really cool-looking freaking... So you're going to give your kids a gift that they can't use. That they can't use. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be teaching them a lesson. Yes. <laughs> Life lesson. Look at that. Oh, that's dope. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm pretty excited about that. It, it's just a different kind of silver piece with a skull and a crown. Um, kind of a talking point for the kids. We can just check it out, look at it, and collect it, and uh, move on. I started doing this because um, I actually reached out to them and said, listen, man, I, I don't have any real savings that, that I know is secure. You know what I mean? Like, your money's your money, but like trying to put into investments, things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. There's, there's nothing that's a guarantee. I'm always nervous. I thought about doing it in Bitcoin, but I kind of got in too late to try and start purchasing Bitcoin. Um, so I thought about gold, and I've been hearing how much precious metals they kind of sustain for a long, long time, like ever since the beginning of time of our time of, yep. of currency, gold and silver, man. And so I decided, like, it'd be a fun way to collect 
coins, collect gold and silver with the kids, and also be putting away 100 200 bucks a month in safe. Too easy. So that's what I decided to do. You guys go check them out. Uh, I got the bullion box. I do the $200 a month is what I do right now. And... $200 a month, I'm putting away in savings. We're having a good time with it. The family gets to enjoy it, and uh, it's it's certifiable. If, if, if one day I say, you know what, fuck, I need to cash in this $1,000 of gold, I hit them up, and it's all legit. And you can touch it. You can it's actually touch it. You know, it's not $200 a month. Even even someone like Google, Facebook, something right. that seems like the safest thing in the world. Did you it's never th- know. There's nothing in front of you. Toys you R Us. Can, Everyone thought that was going to be forever. Yeah. Not anymore. Blockbuster. Killing it. <laughs> killing the game in Blockbuster. Blockbuster. They were Friday killing night it. Blockbuster <laughs> was a life changer. And now what do you do? Now, Who even knows yeah. what Blockbuster is? Yeah, there's kids that don't. My kids, what am I? My daughter said something the other day. How about day. Planet Hollywood? Oh, shit. No one can even That's drop that. Dead. My daughter said something to me the other day about something. I was like, Dad, why do you? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It was like, it was like, like pay phones or something. She goes, what is that? I'm like, yeah. God, you guys are so young. 1-800-COLLECT. <laughs> you, will you accept these charges? You do a collect call and you're like, uh, no. Come pick me up from school. <laughs> hang up. <laughs> That's what I used to do in baseball practice. I I'm to, in this corner. Come pick me up. Yeah. Pick me up from baseball practice. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's one of our sponsors. Go check them out. Um, you can check them out on Instagram as well, GMR Gold, or check them out at gmrgold.com. This is a cool one, dude. I'm not sure if you'd be interested in this, obviously, because I know you're still serving. But <laughs> Core Medical Group. Core Medical Group does uh, replacement, uh, testosterone replacement and hormone replacement therapy. Nice. It's actually pretty cool. So we did a study. Hey, for, you can get that while you're still in. Yeah, you can get it. It's a prescription. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a prescription. I got a prescription. Do whatever I'm, you want. I'm traveling with this t- t- tomorrow or yeah. Saturday. But um, Core Medical, he did a cool, the guy who owns his name is Sidney. He's a founder and, and he's a really good dude. But he did a study with veterans, 50 different veterans, 49 of them needed testosterone therapy. That's oh, It's like an epidemic in it, male it, population today it, or something like that. Well, it's dude, just some, combat stress alone, but not even that, just you like... Head injuries, MMA, MMA fighters, those guys have some of the worst fucking testosterone levels, but they can't use TRT because it's against the rules there. Yeah. Well, in UFC. But that's a big problem with men these days is like, we, we're guys, guys are coming out from combat, guys are coming from overseas, and then, and then they're getting out and they're getting depressed and all this stuff. And one of the things that can help them is if they get their blood work checked. Yep. You know what I mean? If testosterone is the issue, that's a huge foundation of why we can't get our shit together. And people don't realize, you know, you hear testosterone, so coming from a medical side, you hear testosterone and all you think is, muscles, roids, like, oh, you just want to get jacked. Like, right. There's huge health implications of low hormone levels yeah. for males. Huge. Dude, here's the funny thing. I've been on it now, I think it's, I think I'm six weeks in the program or, or eight weeks in the program. Dude, I don't look any different. Like, trust me, there's not yeah. muscles coming out of muscles. Nothing don't, at all. Don't listen to that. He looks great, folks. <laughs> but the thing is, like, the chin I, has doubled in the, size, the though. The chin We're is really always concerned. doubled. <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to get nervous. There's actually growth hormone. <laughs> no nope. mix. It's yeah. a mix. He's just mixing it <laughs> a up. A little bit of a combination. Yeah, you'll be fine. Tell me how you feel. Dude, but that's the thing. is, I do feel good. Like, I do feel good. It, and, and it's motivated me to go. I got, I've been going to the boxing gym more often. I've been going to the gym a little bit more. Um, I still haven't personally dedicated yet, right? But I'm still on the supplements. I'm still, my, my hormones are all equal. They're even to mm-hmm. where they need to be. So that's healthy and that's good for me. Yeah. But uh, I definitely haven't gotten my fitness where I need it to be. And that's just kind of dedicating to it. You know what I'm saying? That's my bad. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I, you don't, it's not a magic pill, right? That's what people think. And when you're taking testosterone, you're taking um, hormone placement. One of my buddies got vitamin B. He had low vitamin B supplement. So they're, they're supplementing that as well. 
Um, it's not a magic pill. If you want it to help with your fitness, you got to work on your you diet. You have to work out. <laughs> yeah, and you got to work out. But if it's for mental health, dude, it's doing the trick. I feel great. Oh, it's massive. It, it's, it's huge, man. It's so if you guys are interested in that, go check out Core Medical Group. Let them know I sent you. If you want to go on Instagram, it's Core, M-E-D-H-R-T. Any questions you guys can hit me up personally, I'll send you exactly who to contact, and they'll get your blood work done. If you're doubting it, if you're questioning it, if you're just thinking about it, I promise for $100, you can go get your blood work done, and you can get checked, and they'll let you know right now if you have uh, imbalance of hormones, all right? Uh, Willie Peach Chocolate, have you, you've been, you haven't got it yet, huh? Why do I know it's that? It's at the barbershop. Okay. It's at I was the like, barbershop. Seen, why do I know that name? Yeah. Okay. Willie Peach Chocolate, he makes, a, he makes a chocolate right out of his own house. He grows the peppers. Whether it's uh, habaneros, whether it's fucking reapers, he does all this. He grows all these hot peppers in his house and he puts them into his chocolate. And so they have different Scoville unit ranges, dude, yeah. from super fucking hot to just mild. That's some some just have like marshmallows and coffee in it. Okay. Yeah. So really cool chocolate. We're actually working on a hot sauce. It should be in the mail. I should have it here soon. But uh, this dude's dope. You guys check him out. Willie Peach Chocolate what Co. About like a chocolate Instagram. sauce, a spicy chocolate, chocolate sauce. sauce. Ooh. Like Hershey's, but spicy. You hearing on this? A cheesecake. Uh, Willie Pete, wherever bro, you're at. Hey, Willie, hey, hey, Willie hey, Pete. Call me. <laughs> WilliePeachChocolates.com. Guys, check them out. I, I got to make a post about those guys a little later. Um, and Metal Force Fit on IG is, is, a, is another one of my sponsors. I'm an idea man. Right? You're an idea. I thrive off, <laughs> off enthusiasm. So, my buddy here, he makes um, protein shakers. And, and just customizes, like the, his, yeah, just the bottles. Yeah, but he doesn't make the bottles. He actually just customizes the bottles. And you know who, who he uses? Ooh. Blender bottle. Blender bottle. They're the, they're the number one blender bottle out there. They're the number one bottle out there. We might have a little uh, Warriors conversation with him. Get really? Some, some dope ass shakers for the team. He does it, dude. So check it out. He makes, he makes, you know. So you want your logo on that? You hit me up. I'll yeah. get this guy set you up. I'll send you his info, man. So pretty dope. You guys check him out. Metal Force. I got to post him on social media. I keep forgetting. But M-E-T-T-L-E force.com. You guys check them out. If you need a shaker, hit him up. He'll hook you up. All right, I'm done with this shit. Also, obviously, Lettsinger's whiskey. Did you know that we just got it I, here? I saw. Listen. All right. I'll just get it out of the air now. Like I've, I joined way late. Like The Article 15, Matt Best, Vinny Rock bullshit was at the height. Like I'm sitting in my barracks watching videos and shit laughing about this guy. So I knew all about this. I've gone to the liquor store probably four or five times. Like, yeah. oh, I wonder if they have it here. I've looked online. Like, I'm going to buy it. I'm a huge in supporting the you, different. Yeah. I've, like I tell people, I've probably got one shirt from every stupid-ass fucking veteran <laughs> shirt company that there is. And like, I'll buy one. You know, I'll help yeah. you out. Not like my one $20 shirt's helping, but it makes me feel good. They probably bought me lunch. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I bought your lunch yeah, today. we were even. <laughs> so, no, I looked for it before, and I think it was, I saw your story or whatever yes. story of someone else's that you posted yeah. that it was there. Oh, yeah. But my buddy my buddy has like four bottles from somewhere in Texas when he went TDY. Oh, yeah, and you guys, they're all over yeah. Texas. It's but all yeah. over Texas. Well, Welcome I, to Utah, the great it's, state. It's, the craziest thing is that we're in Utah before we are in several other states. We're not in Arizona yet. We're not in Washington state yet. Those are two highly requested Good. states. It's crazy to me. <laughs> like, I wish... We were in all those states. I don't know why it's taking so long. It's just hard process, dude. It's a hard. So if people don't understand, it takes. Yo, that liquor distributing world is. That's what it is. It ain't, it ain't no joke. Right. Like, each state has a different law and each state has a different, you know, like you, a different system on how you do it and how you approach it. Crazy here that we got it here because it's really, it's really hard to get in Utah, but we just knew the right people, made the right networking and boom, now we're in. Last one, night. One thing though that's yeah. good about it, when you're in and you do, if you do it right the first time and you're in, you're in. Like, you can stick around here for a long time. 
Well, the way it went off the shelf yesterday, I think they're going to keep ordering, man. Good and, yeah, It's freaking awesome. I went to mine. 12 bottles were, were at the Riverton one, and now it's gone. And the dude was like, bro, I, he, he didn't even know I owned it. He just like... I was like, you guys got Legend? He goes, dude, some guy came in and bought them all. I was like, you <laughs> Just one me? dude? Yeah, no, one dude bought the last five. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He's going to have a good weekend. Yeah. And, and then he texts me. <laughs> he, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a law enforcement officer, and he said, yeah, I'm giving away his gifts. I was like, dude, no issue. He goes, you want one? I was like, no, bro. <laughs> Do you want I, one? <laughs> I, just, I wanted to take a picture of it and show people where it was, but yeah. now it's not here. But even the guy there, she goes, man, everyone's been asking for for years now. She goes, he goes, I'm excited to try it, but I can't even try it because it's sold out now. Yeah. So super cool, man. Hopefully, I think keeps selling off the shelves. You guys gonna be able to bring in the different lines? Everything, yeah. Okay. So it usually starts where they have to. Every state will purchase in a, in a different manner. Mm-hmm. I think they only want the bourbon at first. Once they see the sales of the bourbon do well, they're gonna be okay. We'll bring in the rum, and then we'll bring in the rye, and whatever the case. Gotcha. So it's up to them on how they want to do it. Just the fact that we got the bourbon in. We're in, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, door. A, that's huge. So hopefully now if you guys are in the in the Salt Lake area, in the Utah area, if you guys are interested in getting it at your local bars, let them know. Let them know Let Singers Whiskey is what you're looking for. They'll go in there and order from the state liquor store. So, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm just over here burping up Cafe Rio. No oh, dude. Deal. I know, man. I tried not to eat that today, but I, I was looking at it I'm like, <laughs> this is what I mean. It's where we're going. Um, dude, so tell me about you, man. So first let me explain to them how we met. <laughs> okay. Okay? So, so Big John here... I got a buddy here um, that that is how do you say the lead of a of a of a radio, radio ho- lead host of a lead radio host show? of a radio show because you're not really a DJ anymore. No, he's right? not they a DJ. Don't, they don't I don't think DJ he's DJ shit. No, he's a the radio Pressing buttons. Yeah, <laughs> he's a radio host for Cable ninety three out yeah. here in in Salt Lake Salt Lake Utah. Um, it is considered the I think it's the number one country station in in Utah. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, by a, by, by a far. long shot. Right. Yeah, they're doing really well. And he's super funny, dude. Fucking awesome. And he goes, "Hey man, um, he's actually the first person to ever get a haircut at Throwbacks Barber Company." Was he? Yes, that's awesome. First dude. I guess the day it opened, he just drove his motorcycle over there and got a haircut. That's awesome. And uh, we we didn't expect it. We didn't know. I don't know how he started following the page or anything, but he did, and it was so so fucking dope. My buddy hits me up and goes, "Hey man, um, some radio show host or something stopped by." I was like, "Cool, what's his name?" He said Banks. I'm like, "Okay, cool, man. I'll check him out." So I started checking out his page. Seemed like a cool dude. Then I reached out to him. Said, "Dan, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out and thanks for talking about the shop on on air." He goes, "Yeah, man." Come on by sometime. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And then he told me to come on by on a Friday. And then he tells you what kind of sh- show you're on, and you're like, oh, fuck yes, <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. So on Fridays, the Cable 93 does a thing called the panel, and you can call and I guess ask for advice from a panel <laughs> of people. Some will be good advice, some is going to be bad advice, but either way, you're going to get your answers. Yeah. You're going to get learned. Yes. And uh, so my first day there, I'm sitting there like, oh, shit, I might be the only voice of reason in the room because we have all these crazy dudes saying some crazy ass shit. And so that's where I met Big John. He's, he was one of the guys on there that was saying some uh, pretty wild shit to, to some of these characters calling in with their issues. Outlandish. Outlandish, yes. Hashtag. Yeah, a girl's, girl's got to eat. eat. <laughs> <laughs> you still need a shirt. I know, We need shirt. a shirt. Didn't, didn't she make a shirt? Didn't, didn't what's her name make a shirt? Oh, um, no. Um, Lexi? No, like Lexi, who's the other the girl that's actually a clinical clinical uh, Oh Tess? Tess. I Tess, don't know. I think Tess made I don't some know shirts. If she made a shirt, but we need a shirt. Either way. So that's when we first met. Uh, and I started learning about about Big John, how he he does rugby. It's actually I got a shirt from you. I got a, you gave a shirt to Banks, Banks gave me a shirt. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. And then Banks was telling me, he's like, oh, dude, he knows exactly who you are. I was like, Oh, that's cool, dude. So then we met, we kind of got got to know each other, and then I learned more. 
that you actually play professionally, professional rugby. Is it, is it considered professional yeah. rugby? Yep. Here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yep. Here's the thing that's crazy to me. I've never known there was a professional rugby league. Right. Is that well, new? We're, we're year two. So year two. I'll forgive so, you on that yeah, one. So it's but very yeah, it's new year two. in the United States. So the only thing prior to these last few years of professional rugby, the yeah. highest, well, it was very high, but the pinnacle was playing for the national team. Yes. So for us that got to, to do that, so I, I've, I've played for the national team uh, a handful of times. I don't fucking know. Right. But that was it. You played your club. You played college. You, you did what you had to do to practice twice a week and maybe get seen, work full time. Yeah. You know, the grind. It was a grind. Right. Like, well, you're talking about a sport that's not very popular here in the United States at all. It's, no. it's, it's, it's almost a forgotten sport here in the United States. Yeah. Until people see it. Then it and becomes they, like, this they is a fucking it. awesome sport. That's all they want. Yeah. But yeah, up until these last two years, it was you played for the U.S. Yeah. And if you were an American player, you got your hundred and fifty dollars a day when you're on tour, no which shit. was only twice a year for three weeks. Yeah. And that was it. And then if you're good enough, you had to go overseas. You know, Did you go overseas at all? I never went overseas. No. Yeah. But England, Australia, New Zealand. The, yeah. That's your options. You're moving out of the country to play professional rugby until now. Yeah. Until now. And so this is now. How many states has a professional rugby team? So this year, we're now, we expanded to nine teams. So it's nine teams, but seven states. What states are those? So we got Washington, Seattle. Yep, I knew that would San Diego. San Diego, nice. Yeah, Houston and Austin. Really? Teams. Nice. And then Salt Lake, of course, Denver. New York, is, New York and Toronto are the two expansions, yeah. as well as New Orleans. What if I want to try out? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, send it, bro. Uh, so you probably have to wait till next season or just show up. I'm going to try like, next season. Just show up like, hey, I'm the man. I'm going to show up. Rock. If you show up wearing rugby shorts and the shirt I gave you and just be like, I'm the man and just start running. I mean, who knows? The sky's the limit. I'm, I'm not, not going to be. I'll probably be the worst on the team, but but by far. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to be. I can I can at least tackle one dude one day. Probably. <laughs> I guarantee you. Yeah. I just got to get if back in shape. If you stood in the right spot, you're going to tackle someone eventually. If I hold an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> they'll fall. Dude, it's funny because it was crazy meeting you. Like, Rocco is not small. He's not saying small. this like he's going to have a problem. No, if there's a fly half, I could fucking take out a small fly half if he wasn't running full steam yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say you just get a forward that ran straight at you. Straight at me. Yeah, anybody. and just hold him. Yeah. Just hold him. Hold his waist. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually have a little bit of experience playing rugby. Like I was telling you about that. I went down to um, Fort Benning for a language course. And I, I can't even tell you how we ran into a guy named Scuba, they called him, who played rugby, who invited us out. And so me and my buddies were like, well, let's go fucking check out this rugby. Um, we played for the, the, they call it the Columbus Cruzomatics, I believe it was. A weird ass fucking name. a great name. name. Yeah, weird name. Yeah, it's got to be it. the Columbus Cruiser Maddox or some shit, or Cruisers yeah. or something. And uh, we started playing with him. Like, th- within the first week, we're, we're at practice every day learning how to fucking pass the ball. And this wasn't like a base team. It was actually supposed to be like Columbus' this is, team? Or this was is considered a- to be Fort Benning's base team. Okay. This okay. is, yeah. But they, they, we had a, a, the field was about two miles off, bo- off post. Gotcha. And so we all just drove out there. Wait, and- out of which exit? Because... Dude, I can't remember Seems exactly like a place how to, to get there. Field, it was, depending yeah. on which side you're leaving. It was definitely like hidden. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
And so when we were driving there at first, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? I can't even believe they have a rugby here. Because I'm tripped out because I've seen rugby on TV. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fucking gruesome-ass sport. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be dope. And at this time, I'm pretty close to my prime of fucking studliness, right? I was <laughs> jacked. I was a big dude at the time. I was probably a solid 230 okay. and still running really fucking well as a ranger. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm like, this is a good sport for me. Like, I can do You're this. You're an old school ranger body. Yeah. But I was also like big for a ranger. Right? Okay. There's not a lot of rangers at 230. It was, it, no. a, lot, a lot of rangers are smaller dudes. Yeah. And so I was this big fucking ranger dude who can run well. I'm like, fuck yeah, this is going to be a good sport for me. So we get out there and start practicing. You look like our guys. Yeah. And they're teaching... <laughs> They're teaching how to how to pass, yeah. and, I, and I got really good at that quick. For some reason, you know, I'm athletically inclined to pick up sports, uh, based on I think it's baseball hand hand eye coordination from baseball yeah. and everything else. And I played high school football, so this is kind of a combination of hand eye coordination, football, soccer, fucking, you know everything. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so I'm learning. I'm like, dude, this isn't that bad of a sport. It's fucking, it's it's backwards laterals. You know, it's it's backwards laterals. Run forwards, pass backwards. And, yeah, and, and fucking, and then you do the scrum, learning how to do a scrum, you know, <laughs> and then. Uh, a touchdown's called a try, and you do. And the hardest thing I had to try and learn was drop the ball and kick it for the for the extra point thing. Oh, what is that? What they made that? you guys drop kick for extra points. Yes, you're just supposed to do that off a tee, man. What? No, we got, no. We're gonna have to talk about your other thing that you got yeah, hosed yeah, on yeah. again. So I'll get to that point. <laughs> so after you score a try, you're supposed to kick for your extra point, right? Am I correct? Yeah. Did you just kick off a tee? No, they didn't have a tee. You had to drop. Oh, if kick. you don't have a tee, then yeah, you will drop kick. It. Okay. If so we were drop kicking and I never knew you can have a tee. So we're practicing drop kicking like fucking for days. Dude. It's the it's hardest terrible. goddamn thing to do. It's brutal. Um, dude, some people are so beautiful at it though. Some people just drop boom. And you know, like, yeah. what the fuck? And so dude. I'm learning all this shit. Our first tournament was the next weekend. And it was like, I was like, dude, this is dope. We're going to kick ass. And then a bunch of fucking Islander dudes, I think they were Tongan, they're fucking Polly's, they're fucking, you know what I mean? Were from m- Benning? Service members no, or just uh, no, from around? From around. Okay. Holy fuck, they were the yeah. scariest dudes on the field. They all look like bigger than me and faster than me. Yeah. And I was like, who the, f-? like these guys look like they would be fucking, fucking, I don't know, uh, a pulling guard in football. And yeah. no, now they're the fucking fly half. Of yeah. this, team. this is my life every day, bro. Dude, it's I play crazy. rugby in Utah. The size of dudes <laughs> that were out there and I was getting lit up, dude. I've never seen men hit so hard without pads. Like these guys yeah. act like they have pads on. They run right through you. And it's the scariest fucking thing. And my buddies, right away, my buddies like, dude, I don't know if I want to play anymore. So me and one dude <laughs> were the only ones still surviving on the team. The other two dudes were like, no, nah, we're going to sit this out. Because yeah. they... they one dude was small. He was our comms guy. And he got fucking lit. And he goes, I'm done. Fuck I'm this. Out. Yeah, I'm out. You're not a big dude, so I get it, right? And yeah. then there's me and my buddy Chip, who's a fucking athlete. So he's a fast dude, and he's down to fucking go for it. But we were like, this is seriously an intense-ass sport, man. And yeah. I've never expected that. But somehow in the mix, I started, you know, I'm seeing, like, where I can try and pick the ball off. In my head, a football interception. Mm-hmm. If they pass, and I kind of dart in and snag it. So I saw a pass coming, I darted and I snagged it, and I ran like a motherfucker as fast <laughs> as I could. And fucking my big old fucking fucking uh, goddamn kung fu panda ass was moving, dude. And I'm like, just do not don't get, touch me, don't yeah, touch do me, don't touch me. Do not get caught by one of these fuckers. And they were coming, dude. Oh, Luckily, yeah. I was close enough to the try, and you had to touch the ball to the ground and yep. get the try. I didn't know that, so I'm like running like, Did yeah. you run oh in? shit, oh. <laughs> oh shit, boom! <laughs> so I finally hit the try, got it, and everyone's going crazy. So long story short, at the end of the game. Because it was my first try in rugby sports, they said I needed to shoot the boot. I'm only laughing because I've heard this story. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I I ran the Zulu as well, but we won't talk about that one. (laughs) 
But the shot, shoot the boot. And when I did to shoot the boot, they gave me the shoe of the biggest dude on the team. Yeah, you're not actually shooting someone's boot. No, you're 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 drinking listeners. a yeah. We're drinking <laughs> a beer out of the biggest, nastiest dude's shoe on the field, and I did that. And when I come home and tell John this, I'm like, John, I got my little experience. I, I did a shoot the boot, and I explained it to him. He goes, No, bro, you're supposed to drink that beer out of your own fucking cleat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's telling me this, and I'm just like. Uh, yeah, that's not really how you do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, that's a way to do it, but uh, it's pretty shitty. Our, our team was a little bootleg, I guess. Yeah. yeah or they I'm were like, just fucking with me. Because it was like, you scored the try, so you drink out of your boot. I didn't think about that. And it's your stank ass sweat feet. I did whatever they said, man. That yeah. was a big, that was a, people want to say like softball players, you know, beer leagues. Fuck no, dude. There's nothing that would compare to a fucking rugby beer league. A rugby team that drinks... They drink like motherfucking monsters. Oh, yeah. It's the second half of the sport. It's the craziest thing. It's cra- So now I've played by then five different games, five different tournaments, and I'm, I'm starting to really understand the sport enough that I'm like, okay, this is cool. Um, let's, let, let's, let me keep playing for the rest of the season until I'm done with language course. So then they invite me to the all-army all army rugby tournament and on Benny. you get a concussion and you fail language course. I fucking, <laughs> dude, I got lit up. There was a team called the Presence 100. They were from they were from Bragg. I saw the West Point. I don't even think it's the West Point team. It was a West Point team of the team. Just a bunch of West Pointers that it, made it was, the team. Well, it looked like a team, but it looked like the JV team. Oh, okay. But they were still incredibly good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had a warm up. We didn't have warm up. We sat there in our chairs and we we're drinking beers and then we we're fucking. You know, it was weird. And then the other team was like, <clears throat> shake, shake. All right, let's go. Right, crack my back. Let's go. All right. No, these guys were warming up and we were like, yeah. fuck, they're gonna kill us. Like we got our asses handed to us. But I, told, I got fucked up so. But my first fucking cauliflower ear was from that. From rugby. This one right here in the center. Yep. It was, it was a knee. I, I went to tackle dude and he hide kneed me, right in the fucking ear hole, dude. Yep. And all I heard was. <laughs> it was bad and so rugby that, tinnitus that's when I know the sport was like this is a fucking serious ass sport it's fun though man I would, I would love to come out and play a, a practice game or something with you but how the fuck did you start in the rugby world so I of the very rare for my what I would consider my rugby generation my mm-hmm. age group right now I started in high school nice uh, my freshman year of high school I had a buddy on the football team's dad Came up to me after the season like, hey, you want to try rugby? I was like, what the fuck is rugby? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Real quick, before, what's American rules football? Wait, Australian rules football. Australian rules football? What's the difference? So that's the one. You're basically playing on a polo field. It's got the three sticks, and that's where they're running and, like, bouncing the ball off the ground. It's a completely different sport. Is it? Australian rules football is its own It sport. looks like rugby. Not at all. No. Because they're just all over the field. That's where they're like kicking it to each other. But it's still the, the same field. ball, similar ball, similar ball. I think theirs is smaller, so and they, they can have the boot same tackle. Further. You can kind of tackle. Like, okay, so that's nowhere in the same realm as rugby. No, gotcha. completely its own identity. It's its own thing. Like they're in like cut off t-shirts and shorts and mm-hmm, stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a contact sport, but there is where rugby is a contact rugby's sport. contact. Yeah, no, Aussie rugby. rules football is its own, its own entity. It's and it's its own. Fucking beast. Yeah, that thing's huge. It's no joke. Okay. But yeah, I started in high school, and then it was basically... So I was an offensive lineman growing up my entire life in football. I was a center as a little kid, and when yeah. I got to high school, I got tall. I was a tackle, and then continuing on, I was a tackle. So basically, all my buddy's dad had to tell me was, hey, you get to run the ball and score, 
and play defense. Yeah. And you don't have to fucking block for anybody. And you, and I like, was like, done. Yeah. Something, I'm in. something different. I'm cool. in. I'll do anything yeah. now. So I started in high school, loved it. Um, when I was at the end of high school, I made the decision, you know, football was going to be my future. Yeah. The free education. Well, dude, uh, people, do? people don't know because they're listening to you, but you're what? Six, four, six, five, six, five, six, five. Yeah. You know, at that time when you're playing football in high school, your senior year, what do you, what are you weighing around? Um, well, I was in a weird position. So I was probably 265 because I was playing left tackle and middle linebacker. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you had to be somewhat <laughs> not mobile. A, not yeah. a normal transition, <laughs> yeah. but hey, that's, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, so then I went on, I played, uh, division one football here at the university of Utah yep. as an, as a left tackle. Nice. So again, big guy. I was probably, I was about 300 pounds. Tackle was defense. Offensive tackle. Offensive tackle. Yeah. Left tackle. Okay, and then what's defense? You got defensive ends. You got D tackles and D ends. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay, got it. Yeah, so I was a left tackle on offense. Um, played my career there. When I was done, you know, I had my little five seconds of fame with the Jets and the Chargers. You know, practice squad type of shit. Yeah. trying to make a team. So it was just what is it called? Free agent kind free of free agent. Free yeah. agent drafted, and then yep. and then let go. Yep. You, you go. You go to. You pretty much are fighting to get onto the team, and then by the time they eventually cut you throughout the weeks of going into yeah. the first season, right? Training camp. Yeah, training camp. Yeah. There you go. I got one game with the Chargers, and I got to be on the PAT team. I got one play. No way. And then I got fucking booted. <laughs> like, everyone's seen Hard Knocks, right? Like, the phone call, yeah. get your playbook, meet us at this time. Yeah, I was that fucking guy. Dude, I got a buddy. In my hotel room, yeah. phone rings, and I know it's a San Diego number, and I don't know anybody in San Diego. Yeah. And I'm like... Shit, I don't want to answer this. I don't want to. <laughs> so I answer it, Cullen. Uh, yeah, bring your playbook. So and so, I don't even remember the GM's name anymore. So and so wants to talk to you, and I just hang the phone up. Like, fuck. My girlfriend was in town at the. My girlfriend at the time's in town because she came to watch my first ever like, NFL yeah. game. She's like, babe, let's have sex. You're like, fuck you. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> get I'm, off me. I like look at her and look at the phone. I'm like, I just got fucking cut. We're probably gonna go home tomorrow. <laughs> And then, of course, I got cut, and then that's when I came back to school. Yeah. Finished up my degree, and then in that time, I had eligibility still to play rugby, and oh. I picked it back up in college, and then... And you became a stud in rugby in college again. And then now, started playing, and... Hold on. I want to back up here. I want to talk more about this football. Okay. So you played at the U for how many seasons at the U? Two, two seasons. seasons. You did one year, JC You guy. did one year at JC. Two years JC, two years at the U. Two years at the U. Got it. And then... So that you started both years? Yep. Yep. How was that? It was awesome. Dude, because I mean, you right it. now is crazy hype. Like, the U- state of Utah is nuts over the U. It's two yeah. teams, BYU and U. Yep. But it's like heavy division. You're either one or the other, fuck the other. Yep. Right? And um, the U right now is catching so much publicity because of uh, the coaching decisions they've made in recent years, right? What was the one coach that showed up and actually kind of changed the game of, uh, of uh, Utah, the, the U? So, I mean, I, I obviously was coached by Whittingham. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the big thing is, you know, trying to – we haven't had a stable offensive coordinator in, like, 10 years. So yeah. I had two offensive coordinators and two O-line coaches in my oh, years shit. there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Whittingham has probably been the most stable guy. But, like, the guy who had the biggest influence on me was probably my offensive line coach my yeah. second year, Tim yeah. Davis. Yeah. We just – he was crazy. Yeah. And, like – he didn't put up with my shit and probably got the most out of me that right. any coach had. Um, what were you weighing there? I was three bills. 300. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up a photo for you. Right. I think, have I shown you? I think you have, but I want to okay. see it. So you were 300 pounds. Two, two, uh, you were six foot five, 300 pounds. 
Holy shit. Screenshot, send that to me, dude. <laughs> you look like a monster. You need to have that hair in rugby, dude. Right? You be, you're just in the military now. Yeah, let's, Uncle Sam, let's uh, shave a little Fuck, bit off the, dude. That, these grooming standards. That looks so dope, dude. You look like a scary motherfucker, bro. <laughs> you got to send me all these pictures. I'm going to yeah. post them because it's fucking awesome. So, dude, so you do your time there. You do your two years. And when you're living as a football player for the you, you're a god. You're a, you're, you're like, uh, you're in the public eye. Yes. In the public eye. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You, you you're, you're a, the professional sports team, you know, yeah, yeah, you're, in Salt Lake city, we got the jazz and when you have Utah football, yeah. like no disrespect to the other sports, like real does a great thing. No, but it's true. But when it's football season. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and dude, you look like that. People know who the fuck you are. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't blending it. Like. To be a dude from LA, from LA, come yeah. to Salt Lake with tattoos and hair down to my shoulders and a bit like I didn't blend in, <laughs> not one bit. Like, did you play did, Cerritos College? Fullerton. No way. Yeah, Fullerton. I was curious. Yeah. Hornets, baby. That's so funny. But Damn. no, like, I don't know if I can fully. I try to claim this because it makes me feel good about myself. I had I. I want to say I had the long hair and the man bun ish before the man bun and long before hair was cool. a thing. Yeah. Um, so I did not blend in. Like the, Every, yeah. the man bun wasn't. People everywhere. were like, "What's wrong with this dude? With his hair? He it's looks fuck, like a long like hair Viking fucking weirdo." And then now everyone wants to look like a Viking. <laughs> yeah, long hair, bearded, just grungy, That's disgusting dope. human. So football didn't work out. It's cool though that you had the opportunity to actually play at the, at, a, at a high level, like the highest level. You 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 actually step foot in it. Most people don't even get that opportunity. Yeah. It is, and it, it's funny. You know, you'd probably understand. Like obviously. It's it's the same type of motivation and the same type of mentality that you probably have with baseball and even yeah. in bat yeah. even to make it through RASP and Ranger School it's the same yeah. kind of thought process right and yeah it's funny it's one of those things where like I look at it and I've gotten better now especially that I've I've been able to transition my uh-huh. my my competitiveness into another sport yeah where like for the longest time it was a failure. You Dude, know, it so wasn't a positive. Yeah, you're, I never you're transi- a- you haven't transitioned out of the military yet because you're still doing it. So, yeah. so I'm going to tell you this. My hardest transition was giving up baseball. It's the, uh, it's it was the, the hard, identity. It was, hard, yeah, it, was all, it was all I ever was. Yeah. Four years old, I started playing baseball, and I, and I traveled around for years playing it my whole life, all the way until 22. It was taken from me because of my own dumb actions of, of being, you know, being immature. Yeah. Like literally immature. It's funny. I went back to LA. My buddy is now in the pros right now, you know, and, and his name's Marco and he, he's a pitcher. And this dude, when I was in junior college, he's a very shy, quiet kid. He had talent, but he wasn't professional level at that time. Yeah. No, but in his head, he was more mature than me. He was more dedicated than me because he wasn't doing all the dumb shit I was doing. Right. When we were all at a party, hanging out with the guys, drinking beers and bullshitting, like the camaraderie that you think is so important. He's home working. He's home working out. He's home fixing up his craft. Yeah. And he ended up going way past every one of us. Yep. And now he's done what? I think it's like seven years in the majors. Dude, he's not even a big dude, but Chilling his for the rest dedication. Of his life. Yeah, exactly. And his dedication to it, I believed I was dedicated. And then I realized now, like, no, I wasn't, man. I was more dedicated to hanging out with the dudes and yep. enjoying the camaraderie of it without focusing on actually what the goal was. The goal was to go pro. Right. And I fucking fell short of that because I wasn't dedicated to it. I wasn't, I was immature. I was too immature for my own good. And I was blaming everyone like, fuck, I should have been there. Ugh. And it broke my heart. But I was like, no, dude, now I look back. I'm like, you dumbass. Yeah, you did have idiot. it. Yeah. You had the physical ability. You had the size. You had everything. But you weren't mature enough to fucking do it. And that's the difference. It's like, it's a heartbreaker when you lose that. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I talk to a lot of athletes, and I don't like comparing sports to the military, really, in any way, mm-hmm. especially doing both now. But 
the one comparison I will get is a lot of these guys, when you get out of the military and a lot of these athletes, when they get to a certain level and you've reached a certain level of notoriety and, yeah. and that becomes you, yeah. that loss of self-identity, it's fucking brutal. It man. is. Like I have had, I remember I had so many, like, you know, you sit there and you just like, I'm not a fucking, I can't do anything else. Yeah, well, I can't fuck, fucking what, do what anything. What else am I good at? I'm not, I, I've fucking pushed people around for 15 years. Like I can't fucking do anything. I can't go yeah. get a job at... That's the Goldman, thing. like exactly. I'm a fucking tard. You know what I mean? Like, That's the same as me, dude. I was like, man, I'm not good at it. I've never dedicated to anything other than baseball. So, what the fuck am I good at? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, what do you go from there? Right. And you see, and you hear that same thing with the military, the military yep. guys, dude. It, the funny thing is, the truth, in, in my opinion, is that sports is the closest camaraderie you're gonna have. And it is almost exactly to what the team room would be in the military. 100%. Almost exactly. The 100%. same fucking stupid banter jokes, locker room jokes, the same shit you do in a clubhouse, same shit you do if fucking in, in, a, in a team room. 100%. Fucking wild, dude. And, yeah. and that's why sometimes people who didn't grow up like us with athleticism and, and, and teams like that, they're missing that and they get it in the military. And that's the most yeah. important thing they've ever done because now they feel that. Like, yeah. No, dude, I've had this since I was fucking 15 in a fucking team room with the dudes that are talking girls and boys and blah, 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 drinking. Since I was of the age of girls and drinking, the same conversations have been happening all the way until yeah. now. Oh, it's huge. And it's funny. It's a, it's a big, important thing. It's camaraderie, but it's not. It's, it's really getting to know your partner that you're going to war with, whether it's combat or actually war with, I'm saying, on a football field or baseball yeah. field. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, it's, it's knowing your dudes. And you can, you can have a more bigger opinion because now I've become a little bit jaded being in the military and still being an athlete when yeah. I hear that comment. Yeah. I always have to put like, and I haven't deployed yet, right. so even I don't know. Yeah. But I'm around enough guys who have, and I, we've talked. Well, yeah, dude. But every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, guys, people we're, say, we're, we're going to go to war guys, today. Guys, guys are like, playing rugby. You're we're like, not, we're yeah. not going to war. <laughs> you're like, eh, are you really going to war? <laughs> are we going to war? I was like, but the mindset of, you know what, when you're stepping into a ring to fight, you're going to war. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a war. It's going to be a battle. Way. It's going to yeah. be, you know what I mean? And, and who like and I'm I'm not gonna take away the fact like yeah when I have a two hundred another two hundred and sixty pound full grown man running at me like I want to kill him yeah you know that's not the right phrase but like I'm hitting him with the intent dude I it, how do you teach a kid that I'm trying to teach my daughter that like you don't have to disrespect the person in front of you no but you do have to know they're trying to kick your ass and you have to protect yourself by having the mindset of fuck them yeah. So I will say this is one thing, and this is something people ask me all the time, especially when it comes to the, oh, what do you like more, football? What do you like more? What do you like more? There, to this day, for me, there's no other sport that personifies playing against your friends and your brothers and someone you respect and also trying to end their goddamn existence every second of the game. Because with rugby... And this was super hard for me when I yeah. transitioned because football, it's fuck them, fuck these guys, they're the other team, I fucking yeah. hate them, don't talk to me, don't look at me, yeah. fucking. And you every, pretty much, right? so, but you're also don't even barely see their face. Yeah, you don't even. Everyone's know behind them. a mask. Rugby, like, it's still even though it's the second biggest sport in the world, but it's such a tight knit, special community because yeah. of like you said, the just the way the sport is. Yeah. you've got to be a little fucking dude. Off it's nuts to enjoy yeah. it, right? Like, yeah, you see another guy who's who plays rugby to any level, you're like, all right, yeah, we're, we're kind of the same fucked up. We'll probably be friends. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's get a beer. We're both fucking weirdos. Yeah. It's a, it's, and that's how it is, man. Like 
I kid you not, in the U.S. it's even more like condensed because there's not a team that I play against that I either don't have a former teammate yeah. or friend on the team, yeah. right? And he's who I want to hit the most. Yeah. And if I, t- if I tag him in the game, he'll be the first one on the ground like, oh, you fucker, nice yeah. hit. Like, I got you. Oh, or yeah. after the game, he's bringing me a beer. Yeah. Cheers. Nice hit. That that's was the awesome, coolest man. Thing, but that's that's the and kind that's of shit. That's just the culture of rugby. And yeah. that's what I like. That's number one for yeah, me that you, I love. You can't the even most. get mad about that. You're just like, fuck yeah. They're yeah. playing the game. Because they're playing I, the game with the most respect. And if I get it, got, yeah. it's just like, what's the, that Marshawn Lynch quote? Is yeah. sometimes, hey, sometimes you get got. <laughs> I'm going to get mines, but sometimes you get got. Dude, that's it. It's, yeah. it's so funny. It's such a cool sport. But that's, I try to teach my daughter that in wrestling. Like, dude, like, like you can be nice person all you want, but when you're on that mat and it's you against her, you can't see her as your friend. You have to see no. her as like, I need to crush this person because you know what? She's going to do it to you. Yeah. She's trying to. And you and have I think, to- I think you'll be better friends. Yeah. Cause if to- one of you, cause think of it this way. It, the one thing you may want to tell her is think of it was the other way. And she treated you as a friend and let you win. Would you feel good about that win? No, probably not. There's no but respect. If you both There's- went your, everything you got and you lost. You're going to feel better than her letting you win or anyone letting you right, win. Right, exactly. And every time she loses, there's this one girl she loses to quite a bit. She'll beat her because we're, we're kind of taking our steps to learn and learn and learn. I'm, mm-hmm. we're, we're learning this person and she's going to make the right steps when she needs to. But every time she goes, she goes, I learned something today. I'm like, good, what? She was like, she made this mistake. I'm like, cool. Like, this is where we need to be. Yeah. But every day you fight that girl and you give her your all and she gives you your all, she's going to have she's gonna have tells and you're going to have tells. She's going to see something you make mistakes on or what you're good at and she's going to give it to you. So give each other the best, dude. Like, fuck, yeah. what, those two fighting each other is making each other that much better. That's the cool thing about sports. Like, I mean, on the same thing, like, look at what MMA's turned into. Oh, yeah. In the, in the beginning, it was like, okay, I oh, do they, jiu-jitsu. I'm yep. a boxer. I'm a wrestler. Like, this guy's that. All right, the jiu-jitsu guy is going to beat the boxer's ass because they went to the yep. ground. The boxer beat the wrestler's ass because they stood up. Now, you better be good at everything, black bro. belt jiu-jitsu, a gold medal wrestler, yeah. and a golden glove boxer. And if you're not all three of those, you're fucked. Good luck. Yeah. You better be real well, fit. It, the, evolution, <laughs> the evolution of the sport has changed where it's like, no, mixed martial arts is legitimately just that now. It is yeah. mixed martial arts. Yeah. Like, you can't be the fucking the, the expert in one craft and fucking no shit of the others because you're dead. Yeah, you can't be, uh, you can't be Gracie yeah. going in with a gi. Right. And <laughs> just jujitsu in people's lives away. Grab my arm. <laughs> Grab my arm. Come on. Come on. Because <laughs> that dude's just going to be like, wow. Or uh, grab your arm and fuck you up. So, dude, how is it now that you're, you're in the National Guard and you're also representing the Army rugby, mm-hmm. right? So, you're in the all-Army rugby team, correct? Yep. Yep. And, and, and so you represent the army there. Right. So it, it was a weird path to joining, right? So my former, he just retired, and it's actually another funny thing. He's actually the team manager for the fucking Warriors now. So I see my former commander oh, every day. Oh, that's cool. So my former commander was my coach at the University of Utah. Nice. And I kid you not, he loves to tell this story because he <laughs> fucking wins. When, when we were in college, yeah. he was still, and he's still a colonel, he was a colonel from the 19th group. Oh, nice. So he's the man. Yeah. But he would, he would always, you know, he'd throw his little recruiting jabs, darts out there. Hey, you and, guys ever want to play rugby? <laughs> yeah. And I could, like, nobody else on the team was like, coach, this isn't a fucking recruiting, this is, this is a rugby team. Like, I'm not joining the fucking army. <laughs> He'd come to John, John, you know, I think you'd have a great future. You can do this. The guard cannot be this. I'm like, coach, I'm not joining the fucking army. Yeah. All right, bro. I'm not cutting my hair. I'm not shaving. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, he loves telling this story. That's so funny. And then 
So like after college, I moved to Seattle to continue playing because I was about the closest to a professional club that was going on at the time. I had my whole deal with the U.S. team, and yeah. I loved it. It was a gr- it's a great experience, but you know it's kind of the same thing with the NFL. So I didn't make the World Cup squad three years ago. Now, yeah, and that's like the pinnacle. And right? that's for explain to me what the that rugby is. World Cup. So like rugby, same as and, soccer World Cup, but and rugby. which team would that be for the Army? For the U.S. For the, for the U.S. Okay. Yeah. So I played for the U.S. national team, <clears throat> but I didn't make the World Cup squad. Right. And that was like. That was like the dagger, right? You're just like, oh like, man. You're like, every time I get close, I'm not getting the finish. I'm not, yeah, I'm not finishing off. And not there was some, there was like other like personal like dark times going on. It yeah. was like, it was like that shitty things come in threes mm-hmm. type of situation mm-hmm. for me. Yep. So I was like, fuck, man, I don't know what to do. So I basically, I essentially retired from the sport. Like I did this whole like emotional post, put it out there, like all the rugby outlets, like posted it, like all this crazy shit. And I moved back home to Montana to help my mom start our farm. Yeah. So really we're like building a farm from scratch. Right. And we're, we're basically done. Like everything's doing that. And then I'm like sitting there like, all right, like what, what, you know, I probably had the conversation in my head at 25 that some 18 and 19 year olds do. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck do I do now? You yeah. know what I mean? And I, I still remember this day I was bartending and I still remember like, and it was funny, I bartended at a veteran-owned bar that was for vets, right? Yeah. So it's fucking just being face-fucked every day of, like, <laughs> military stuff. And I still remember calling my, you know, coach, commander yeah. at the time, and being like, fuck, man, I think I'm going to join. <laughs> That's dope. So then I join and, you know, go through the whole yeah. normal joining shit. And, yeah, got back to Utah because I'm in the guard so here you're joining, in Utah. So you, you're going to base training at what age? 25 and a half. Old motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, oh everyone's dude. like, look at this old fuck. I kid you not. Like, I was happy and not happy at the same time because I had the cushiest basic training ever. Like, yeah. I was squared away and showed up fit enough. Like, uh huh. And I was a E4 because I had my college degree. Mm-hmm. So, literally, the day two, my drill sergeant pulls me into his office with no battle buddy. So, <laughs> just the Ooh. world. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, and I'm freaking, I was like, do I need a battle? But he's like, no, get the fuck in here right now. That's funny. He's like, all right, listen, you're older. You have a college degree. Like, you need to help. Right. (laughs) I I would have done the same. It's a drill song. I'm like, listen, you big fuck. Yeah. He's like, you're fucking huge. You're old. (laughs) You've lived life. Like, you need to help me with these 18-year-old yeah. idiots. You're going to have to shine some of these fuckers' shoes. Yeah. Well, you don't even shine shoes anymore. No. You still have to help them get dressed. Yeah. That's so funny, that dude. was my basic training life. So you go... So now, currently, you are on the All-Army team still? Yep. Rugby team? Yep. And you're also doing rugby professionally here in town? Yeah, for the Utah Warriors. So... When does that season start? Season starts... Uh, well, so we're in preseason right now. Yeah, I so thought so. Training every day, every morning, gonna get tickets? every night. I already told you you're getting tickets, all right? That's going to be cool. I already told you you're getting tickets, so I don't want to hear it. Um, so, yeah, we got a preseason training right now. First game is at the end of January. Okay. Thankfully, it's down in Texas and not here. Okay. Um, yeah, the weather. First home game will be at the end of February, but it will run from January to May. Do me a favor. If you can, go ahead and uh, explain to the people that are listening if they're in the area of Utah or want to go check out some um, rugby. What yeah. is the team and where do they go look for that? Oh, 100%. So it's Utah Warriors. So you go to uh, warriorsrugby.com and it'll have, you know, like the little slide down like any other sports organization. You'll have it have the ticket slide down. Yep. It'll have the schedule. Uh, you can go to the schedule, whatever game works for you. Just click on that game. You can buy tickets right online. 
We play all of our games are at the Zions Bank Stadium out in Harriman. Right down the street uh, from my house. Exactly. Same place uh, where the Monarchs play. Yep. Same place where Real and the Royals uh, practice. Yep. Um, so that same complex out there. So your first game you said is in Texas. What city? Austin. That one's in Austin. Dude, we yeah. have a lot of a lot of listeners in, in Austin. So in Austin, what, are you, who, what team are you playing against? So we play against uh, the Austin Elite. They play at the Round Rock Sports Complex. Dude, that's so just a dope outside, sport. Yeah, I know exactly where that's just at. Just outside dude. Austin. So yeah, listen. If you guys are listeners in Austin, Austin also has a professional team. Houston has a professional team. Seattle, San Diego, all these huge military areas. So yeah. For all those, if all those veteran listeners out there, if you guys want to go check out rugby, you know, Hell we yeah. have it almost in outside of like. Georgia, North Carolina, and I'm probably skipping like the Air Force and Marine bases that I don't yeah. even fucking know about. <laughs> but outside of those places, there's a, there's probably a team in every major military area. Dope. And you guys are gonna be, you guys are gonna be working with Hero Sports as well. We're gonna get some veterans yes. out there. I'm looking forward to that. So Play a tag team or something. Allegedly. Allegedly, Vince wants to come out and bring me some Hero Sports to come play some touch against us for one of the days of training. I'm all about it. Give me how many how many veterans do I need? For one team, what? Well, I mean, realistically, ten to fifteen, and okay. we can make it fun. More okay. than that, and we could pro- play two games, or guys can yeah. rotate. Because so I'm gonna say fifteen. I, I long, need fifteen guys. I don't know how long some of those guys can run. Well, this one, some guy. I mean, some of these guys only have one leg. So good. <laughs> that would be even better. Yeah, no, I'm gonna hit them in a leg. <laughs> Take off I'm not the leg. holding back at all. <laughs> be good marketing for you guys. No, man, we're gonna do that. Um, John, I appreciate I appreciate you taking the time to come out here and hang out, man. And um, I'm definitely gonna be checking out checking out the the rugby team and actually hopefully come out. And, I want to come out and practice with you guys one day, just just to come out and practice. I'll run it by the GM. Yeah, let him know. See, see what we can do. See if I can come hang out. But um, <laughs> I appreciate you telling your story, man. It's cool to be able to. I'm trying to highlight some of the people here in Utah that are that are doing some badass shit. You being a veteran and also now playing for the U and also now professionally playing rugby here in town. I think it's pretty fucking awesome, dude. Sweet. But uh, anything else you want to plug? Hit uh, it. I do want to give a shout out. I forgot this do it. in the beginning. Um, so a lot of people here in Utah may be familiar with it, but the more the merrier. If anyone's heard of Operation Underground Railroad. Yep. Um, so it's an organization. Oh, I just got to open it or I'm going to butcher this and forget the guy's name and be a real <laughs> jerk. So it's an organization started by Tim Ballard, former, I want to say FBI agent. It's all about... Human trafficking, stopping child yep. trafficking. Yep. Um, and he basically was hamstrung by being an FBI agent and said, fuck this, and started a private organization to go into these countries with a private team and a, you know, yeah. I'm talking some, some a door kicking team to go yeah. in and clear these places out and help these children. Um, one of the best ways they have a CrossFit gym yeah, and do. then they just have their nonprofit organization. So if any of you guys are interested, we'd love to support. Same thing with first responders, um, EMS professionals, veterans, anything like that that want to get involved and be a part of these teams and be a part of what they're doing. It's Operation Underground Railroad or CrossFit OUR. There's a bunch of different ways to get involved. If that's something you'd be interested in, they could always use more help. Dope. Too easy. And that's actually, it's actually pretty cool. That's our team gym. That's where the, the Utah is it? Yeah, that's where we do I'm going to have to hit them up because I see it's, it's right here off Bangor. Right off Bangor, yeah. Yep. That's I'll, our team gym. I'll swing by and hit them up, man. That'd be cool because I've heard about those guys before. I've actually crossed paths with them a couple times, but we never actually communicated. So check it out, man. I appreciate you coming by, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. No worries, man. Thanks, thanks for lunch, even though we're burping up Cafe Rio the whole <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. All we'll, right, guys. We'll edit that. We'll edit that. We're out. <laughs> I did.